Welcome to the Infinite Project Podcast. My name's Stephen and I'm the owner of the Infinite Project. We help men and women lose over two stone and finish dieting for good without the need to cut out all of our favorite foods. In today's episode, we're gonna talk about five things that you can do or five things you should have in place so you can really hit 2023 hard and have your best year yet. So first things first, happy new, new, oh, happy new year, sorry, to everyone that's listening. Hope everyone's had a fantastic Christmas and new year. And yeah, we're into January. Uh, it's new year. Everyone's motivation tends to be a little bit higher at this time of year as well. Um, so for so many, it, you know, when it comes to the new year so many start off strong and then by february they're they're they're, they're back to square one so 100 percent we want to make sure uh, that that doesn't happen this year uh, so hopefully the kind of following five points i'm gonna make will help you st- still be on track come march april time as well so first things first the first thing you can do to kickstart your 2023 is number one, set some goals. Um, So a lot of people, you know, going with all this motivation, going into 2023, but they've got no real direction, no real specific goals to work towards, or they've got too big a goal. You know, maybe you've got a big fat loss goal in front of you right now. Maybe you've got to shift three stone and you've never been able to shift it before. So, you know, having that massive goal in front of you can be really overwhelming and feel like it's a million miles away. So when it comes to setting goals, we want to set, we want to set short, medium, and long-term goals. Now, how I do this with all my clients and how I do this personally is quite often we'll look firstly at the long-term goal. So what's the big goal? So what's the goal, um, you know, that's going to take probably six months and beyond? Now, a big goal, I always say, you know, it's six to 12 months, maybe even longer than that, uh, but something that's going to take, you know, minimum six months to achieve. So that might be to lose two or three stone of body fat. It may be to, I don't know, run your first marathon. It could be anything like that. Something that's gonna take you six months. You're not gonna go and achieve it in a few weeks. Um, So first, I would get that goal mapped down. I write this down. Now, when I set goals, I always have them written down. With clients, we have them written down. They've got a copy, we've got a copy. Um, So the easiest way for you to do it is just to write it down in the notes in your phones. Um, Create a new note on your phone, goals 2023, and then just write, Number one, big goal. What's the big goal this year? Uh, Once you've written that down, we can then break that goal down into smaller chunks. So what we usually do from there um, is take that goal and break it down into 90 days. So you've got that initial big goal. So let's say you've got three stone to lose. Um, So from there, we want to break down that big goal and break it down into a 90-day goal. So what could you achieve in the next 12 weeks? So maybe in the next 12 weeks, you aim to lose, I don't know, a stone, a stone and a half. Maybe that's your goal. You you maybe have that target set down. Um, You you just want to take that bigger goal and have it in a kind of smaller bite-sized chunk. The idea behind the 90-day goals is that every 90 days, you get closer and closer to that big goal, no matter how big it is. Um, And it's so much more manageable aiming for a 12-week goal versus a goal that's going to take you a year. Um, Because you'll have a day where you're maybe struggling or motivation's low, and you look at your goals and think, I'm nowhere near them, what's the point? But if you have smaller goals to work towards, you know, it's less likely that you are getting going completely go off track. So set yourself a 90-day goal, what you think you could achieve in the next 12 weeks. And then from there, now this is the most important part. We want to break that 90-day goal into smaller 30-day chunks. Now, firstly, we want to have a target to aim for in 30 days. So it might be to, you know, lose four pounds of body fat and maybe lose a couple of measurements off your waist or your hips or something specific. Have a specific target to aim for, but also off the back of that, you know, you want to have some 
actions and habits that you're gonna focus on the next 30 days that are gonna help you achieve some of those goals. So it might be that you've set your big goal, you've broken that down into smaller chunks with your 90 day goal, you've set your 30 day target, which may be, like I said, lose four, five pounds of body fat. From there, you will have specific things to work on. So it might be that, okay, going forwards, I'm gonna aim for 8,000 steps a day. I'm gonna go to the gym, twice a week. Uh, I'm going to plan my meals every Sunday. Have specific targets to work towards that you can actually tick off week to week as well because that will be really, really, really useful. And same idea, every 30 days, you can just reset that 30-day goal. Some 30 days, you'll absolutely smash it. Other ones, you won't smash it. You might need to readjust your goals. Um, So yeah, that's basically how I would go about setting goals. Set your big goal, break it down into smaller chunks, and then have things that habits and actions that actually help you achieve that goal in place and having like almost yeah like habits to 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 tick off each day even or each week and you know whether it be a certain amount of workouts or planning your food intake or hitting a certain amount of steps or you know have things that you can actually tick off little wee targets to aim for and when i did this last month was to try and complete my my fitness pal food diary so basically track every single calorie i've had at least 25 days out of 30 that was one of my 30 day goals and um, so taking that off like achieving that will 100 percent help me lose body fat um so yeah that's how we go about setting goals guys number two is plan your nutrition and exercise goals so when it comes to our diet and exercise we want to have some sort of plan in place so when it comes to our nutrition like you can do things kind of two ways. You can either try and eat a little bit healthier and manage things like your portion size and try and prioritize protein at your, your main meals and things like that. Um, and yeah, you'll, you'll probably make some good progress off the back of that. But being honest, the easiest way to lose body fat is just to track your calorie intake. So you can actually see what the hell you're consuming day to day. It'll help you become more aware of the calories you are consuming, the calories in certain foods, and you'll have a better understanding when it comes to nutrition long-term. So for me, I would always to begin with, probably start by tracking your food intake. Um, so download that MyFitnessPal. You can type in your, your details in there, your your weight, your height, how active you are, and it'll, it'll even give you a calorie goal. So I would work with that calorie goal to begin with, and then from there, just adjust um, based on your progress. So you it might give you a calorie goal of, I don't know, 2,000 calories a day. Say you start tracking your food intake and you stay below that 2,000 mark. And uh, if you're not losing body fat, then yeah, chances are you're you're not in a calorie deficit. So we either need to reduce our calories or increase our output, like our step count or the amount of workouts we're doing in a week. Um, so yeah, it'll depend on what you're already doing. For example, if you're going to the gym five times a week and doing 20,000 steps a day, don't go and try and do 25,000 steps and six workouts a week. Uh, you'd be much better looking at the nutrition side of things. But on the other side of that, say you are doing like 3,000 steps a day, you're hardly doing any exercise. Um, yeah, I would definitely try and increase the exercise side of things first before you start to reduce calories. So plan your nutrition, have your calories set up and from there, being honest, I wouldn't overthink the the protein, carb and fat intake side of things. Um, I would just try and aim to have a protein source at each mealtime. So breakfast, lunch and dinner, you're getting some sort of protein source in there. And if you don't know what protein source is, instead of me naming every single food, basically go on Google and type in what foods are uh, a source of protein and you'll see all the different type of foods. Now, as long as you get uh, a protein source at each mealtime, your protein intake will be there or thereabouts. You're not going to be miles off it. Uh, The carb and fat intake side of things, yeah, I wouldn't overthink them. As long as either of them aren't 
overly low, uh, I wouldn't worry too much about them. Um, so that's what I do with the nutrition side of things. The exercise side of things, you can literally find so many plans online nowadays. Um, if you want a... I've actually got some workout templates I made up a while back. Um, so if you're listening to this and you want some of those templates, I've even got meal plan templates as well. Uh, we actually used them in a free challenge we did about, oh God, probably four or five months ago now. Um, so yeah, if you do want some of those templates and you want an exercise or workout plan in front of you, send me a, a message on Instagram with the word podcast and I'll, I'll send those straight over. Um, literally, they're sitting there in my Google Drive folder so I can send them over and I'll give you a little bit of structure. So yeah, Plan your nutrition and have some sort of plan with your exercise. Look at your week and say, right, okay, what realistically can I do week to week exercise wise? Can I go to the gym once a week, twice a week? Um, you know, what what kind of exercise you get to do? Are you get to do some running? Are you just get to walk? Or are you get to go swimming? Like, find what you enjoy. There's no right or wrong answer. However, I would try and do one kind of weight training session a week because if you want to look lean, defined, toned, weight training is absolutely vital. So I would try and do at least one of them a week. And like I said, if you're completely lost with that and you want a bit of structure, ping me a message and I'll send you over some of the uh, the templates and I'll at least give you a little bit of structure when you go to the gym or when you're working out at home. Um, so yeah, number two is plan your nutrition and exercise. Have some sort of structure in front of you so you know what you're doing, you know how many calories you're taking in, you know what you're doing exercise-wise, uh, you know, maybe even set a step target day-to-day uh, -day or week-to-week -week, um, so you've got something to work towards. Number three is plan your week. Now, this honestly is an absolute game changer when you make this a habit. Every single weekend, before you do your food shop, sit down and just plan out your main meals for the week ahead. What you're going to be having for breakfast that week, what you're going to be having for your lunches at work or supper when you get home. Plan out all these meals, whether you're cooking recipes or you're having things that can go quickly in the oven. You know, have some sort of structure with your nutrition, like taking that time before you do your food shop and just writing down Monday to Friday and then breakfast, lunch and dinner, what you're going to be having will honestly make it so much easier for you to see progress. So sit down and do that map out your main meals and like I said sometimes I'll sit down and I'll plan out you know what breakfast I'm having for the week so you know if I'm having eggs each day I'll plan out how many eggs I need like stupid little things like that because there's nothing worse when you open the fridge on a Friday and you're like oh crap there's nothing here um, and then you're like oh what am I having for breakfast oh Nutella and toast it is uh, so you know Take that time and honestly, it'll make it so much easier with your diet. So usually I pick a few recipes. Sometimes I'll take ones from the cookbooks or any other cookbooks I've got. I've got absolutely loads of different, different recipe books in the kitchen just now. Uh, and also Instagram's class for recipes. So usually I'll, I'll pick a few recipes uh, and then find out the ingredients and just make sure that they're already there. If they're not, then I'll get them in the food shop. <clears throat> and then sometimes I'll meal prep. Other times I'll just cook on the day. It doesn't really bother me, but sometimes I'll meal prep. I'll usually do something in the slow cooker like chili con carne. Uh, I'll usually have some easy quick meals like ready to eat salmon or like steaks or something like that. Something that takes minimal prep. Um, but yeah, it's just planning out your week and nutrition wise will save you so much time and effort. With exercise, again, you want to plan in what your exercise routine's gonna look like for the week. Now, every week's not gonna look the same. You're gonna have weeks where you're absolutely flying and you're you're smashing in all your workouts, your steps are on point, and then you're gonna have weeks where maybe you're under the weather or the kids are unwell or you've got a lot going on at work. You know, there's loads of things that can derail you. So you wanna be flexible and adaptable with your routine going forward. So usually what I do is Every weekend, again, for the following week, I'll plan out what days I'm exercising and take into account what's going on that week. So most weeks, I'll usually train in the gym, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, um, and then I'll usually do a run on a Wednesday and a Saturday or a Sunday. 
But some weeks, I might have something on on the Thursday. So I might decide that I'll work out Monday, Tuesday, and Friday this week because I don't have time this weekend. So I might just do three that week. So, you know, it's not about being perfect week to week, but being consistently good over occasionally great. So plan your week around you. You don't have to be perfect every week. You know, be adaptable. So yeah, number three is plan your week. Number four is track your progress and adjust. So basically, when it comes to fat loss, so many people literally will just stand on the scales at the end of the week and see, well, am I making progress or not? Um, and so many people get derailed by the scales. Now, I'm not going to go into the scales uh, in this podcast because I'll be speaking about them all day. Um, but yeah, the scales are a massive red flag for when it comes to derailing us and triggering us to, to almost giving up. So when it comes to tracking your progress, there's kind of three main ways I usually go about tracking progress. So number one is, yeah, I, I will use body weight. I'll use, um, instead of a uh, doing one body weight uh, reading a week. So like I said before, I used to do it every single Friday morning. And the thing with body weight is day to day, it goes up and down like a bloody roller coaster. Your body weight fluctuates. And there's so many things at play that affect your body weight. You know, when you went to the toilet last, what food you had to eat yesterday, when your last meal was, whether you had a lot of carbs yesterday or salt in your diet, whether you're hydrated or dehydrated, whether it's time of the month if you're a female, whether you're stressed out just now or your sleep's been bad or you're sore after a workout, all these things can affect your scale weight by a couple of pounds, easy. So taking your body weight once a week is an utter waste of time. Literally, you could have your best ever week, but have a really high carb, high salt meal and a terrible night's sleep. And then all of a sudden the next day you're up three pounds and questioning why the hell you're even doing this. So 100% do not weigh yourself once a week. So instead, I usually aim to do at least three weigh-ins a week. Uh, ideally, if you could do it every day, even better, but try and take at least three. So usually I'll do like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, I'll kind of spread them out. And what I'll do off the back of that is basically take a weekly average and just see what my average uh, weight is doing. So sometimes on the Friday, for example, I might be slightly heavier than the week before, but on the Tuesday and Thursday, I'm at the lightest weight I've been yet. So when I take an average, I'll see that, oh, actually I'm still down this week. So that's the best way to track your body weight. The second thing I would track is progress picks. Honestly, these are a game changer. Uh, I've had so many clients over the years when they've started with me and we say, right, we're going to take progress picks. And they'll say, oh, I really don't want to take them. Oh, please don't make me take them. And every time I say, look, honestly, in a few months time, you'll be able to compare your progress and it will give you the biggest boost in motivation. And honestly, it really, really does. You could be having a week where you don't, maybe motivation's a little bit low and then you update your progress picks and everything changes. It's like, holy crap, I can see the difference. Because day to day, you're not going to see massive changes. You're never going to come down the stairs one morning and be like, holy crap, I've lost two stone. You know, it happens so gradually over time that you don't really notice it. And sometimes, like, I've seen people lose two stone and go, I, I notice it in my clothes, but I don't really see it. And then they compare their photos and they can't believe the difference. So take progress picks front, side, and back if possible. Uh, you know, get, try and get the front, side, and back ones because you'll see exactly where you're losing it from. And then the third and final way to track your progress is your measurements. So I usually take five measurements. I usually go for the chest, the waist, the hips, my right thigh, and my right arm. And literally, I'll, I'll keep a note, a note of them and I can see exactly where I'm losing body fat from and where the body fat's actually coming off of. Um, so that can be really interesting as well because sometimes your body weight can kind of plateau and nothing's really moving, but you might notice that your waist is always coming in. And that's usually a good sign that you're, yeah, you're still losing body fat. So that's the three ways I would track progress. Um, another part of tracking progress is using that data 
and deciding whether or not you need to adjust something. So for example, if you feel like you're doing all the right things, but your progress, none of those three are moving, you don't see any difference in your progress picks, your measurements are stuck, and your weight's stuck, then yeah, you need to adjust something. Something's not right. You're not in a calorie deficit. So either, you know, maybe you look at your step count, maybe you look at, you know, what you're actually taking in, how accurately you're tracking. Maybe you need to reduce your calorie intake. You know, you need to adjust something to get things moving again. So use that data and use it, like try and look at it almost scientifically and think, right, okay, nothing's moving. I need to adjust something. Instead of feeling like, oh, bloody hell, nothing's moving. I'm getting to give up. It's, it's just feedback. That's all that is. That data is just feedback on what you're doing. And if you're doing the right things, yeah, things are getting to be moving positively. And if nothing's moving, then yeah, something needs to adjust. Um, so yeah, that's the three I would track and then use that to adjust your progress. And then fifth and finally, guys, the last one is get accountable. Have someone hold you accountable. Now, this is not a pitch from me to try and convince you for me to be your new accountability coach, but literally find a friend, find use a family member, um, you know, find some form of accountability, whether that's a, a new workout partner or, you know, whether that's like, you know, you maybe tell your best friend, right, this is what I'm trying to do just now, or your partner, or your husband, or your wife, or your kids, or whatever. Tell someone that what you're away to do, what your goals are, and what you're focusing on, and let them know that you're really serious about it, because they'll help hold you accountable. No one likes telling people, all oh, right, I'm away to go and do this, and then not do it. So honestly, accountability is a game changer. That's probably the biggest thing that'll make a difference, because we're all our worst, our own worst enemy, because when we have a bad day, or motivation's low, which it will happen on a fat loss journey, you're going to have multiple days where you can't be our and you want to give up. But the difference between those that give up and those that don't is usually they've got some form of accountability or they're extremely disciplined. So yeah, accountability is an absolute game changer. Um, try and get some form of accountability in there and it will honestly make all the difference going into 2023. So guys, sorry, a bit of a long one today. Hope that was useful. Um, so I'll go over those five again. So number one was setting goals, short, medium and long term. So basically 30 day, 90 day and longer term goals and have some have some kind of almost daily and weekly actions that you need to do that's going to help you lose that body fat. Number two is planning your nutrition and exercise out. So using the likes of MyFitnessPal, getting a calorie goal and adjusting it based on your progress. And uh, yeah, like I said, if you need a workout routine or any meal plans, ping me a message and I'll send them straight over. Number three was plan your week. So plan around your week, how busy your week's going to be, what you're going to do um, food-wise for the week ahead. Plan all that out before your food shop. Plan um, what days you're going to be exercising. You know, have that down in front of you. Number four was track your progress. So you've got your three ways of tracking progress, your body weight, your average body weight, not just one day body weight, your average body weight over the week, your measurements and your progress picks and use that data as feedback. If it's not moving in the right direction, adjust something, change something. Um, and if it's moving in the right direction, keep going. Number five is get accountable. Like I said, accountability makes the biggest difference out of anything. Use your, your partner, your friends, your family. Hold, find someone to hold you accountable. Tell people what you're doing. Find a training partner. All this will really, really make a massive difference. So yeah, guys, hope you're all having a fantastic January so far. I'm looking forward to the year ahead. And uh, yeah, hope that's been useful today. If you've got any questions or you want those meal plans or um, workout templates, please honestly just fire me a message. Uh, just ping me the message podcast and say you're, you're wanting the training plan and I'll, I'll ping it straight over to you. They're already pre-made. They're made for at home and at the gym. Um, so yeah, if you do need them, I'm more than happy to send them across and uh, hopefully that'll really help your 2023. So yeah, guys, enjoy the rest of your week and we'll catch up with you next week.